0: All right, here we go for October 11th, 2021. Now, I just posted a couple of new videos. There's a couple of videos up on the YouTube channel. That's the same as podcast, TWK, Trucking with Kingfish. Go check them out. This one's uh, part three of the Wauppin Truck Parade. I haven't had time to do it all at once. Not too much time off. Bad weather's coming. Get ready, people. Bad weather is coming i gotta go dig my chain bag out of the garage when i leave out tonight and i head to montana quite possibly might be hitting some bad weather who knows but anyway that being said i'm getting ready for it it's just another challenge just another year on the road and this will be my 26th or 27th year on the road and and uh, i wish i could say it gets easier i i must admit i do know a little more about driving in the weather but the road does not care how good or how long you've been driving. It will throw you in the ditch. So you have to be diligent. You have to be prepared. You have to not do anything crazy and just be cool. It's all about being cool. It's all about just not doing anything too sudden. You know, that's mostly what it is. And then you'll get through the week, no problem. But uh, it doesn't mean you're not going to sleep good at the end of your shift because you're going to be pretty tired. You know, the... Uh, that's about all i got uh what's been going on this last week new bid guess what this is the new season so we're starting a new season uh what is it? season 11 i think it's season 11 but that being said who is it but that being said it's i'm doing the same exact bid i did last time so it's chicago billings st paul Billings, spec chicago so it's gonna be a little rough this winter but that's okay. It's just the way it is. And the reason people say, why do you do the seasons? The reason why I do the seasons is because I can go back and say, oh, in season whatever, you said this. And then I can go, oh, yeah, I was on that bid at that time. So I know exactly what I was doing. That's why I do the seasons. Each bid is a new, is when I start the new season. So that's how that works. Uh, it's just a thing for me. It doesn't really mean anything. It's just a way for me to... To reference where I was in the world at that time, or what I was doing at that time, yeah, you know, that's how I do it uh so anyway, that being said, uh check out the the upon truck parade stuff on YouTube. I think you're gonna like it a lot of good stuff up there uh if you don't like it, let me know you know i, w- I would appreciate that because you can't get any better if you don't hear the bad stuff too, so that being said, uh let's get on with the show because. I got to pack for work, and I don't want to go to work. But, you know, who does, right? All right, let's get going. Here we go. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Mm. Expand your mind on the open road with kingfish right here well last week i just didn't have time to record anything so i took a week off uh it wasn't planned it was just a thing so uh, i got some old news stories here there what do we got last week a driver over in wolf creek that's over in colorado i've, I've personally never drove the wolf creek pass I've driven Spotted Wolf on I-70, but I've never done the Wolf Creek Pass. Apparently, he was going down that pass a little too fast, and he flew over the side and looked like he got stuck halfway down. Wow. That's a crazy ride. Yeah, the speed limit, apparently it's 25 to 45 miles an hour. Uh, Who knows how far he goes. Uh, The west side of the pass is 7% downgrade. 7% is pretty pretty hectic. 9% is the... Biggest I've ever gone down. And I thought that was scary, 9%. And I was fairly new at the time. Somewhere in Virginia, West Virginia, I don't remember. I can't even imagine, uh, you know, what was going through this guy's head as he went off the cliff. Uh, unbelievable. Anyway, if you're going to drive Wolf Creek Pass, slow down. A lot. Obey the speed limit. Don't go over the edge, please. All right, let's get moving on. Well, it looks like over in... Uh, Pilot Land, Pilot Corporation, uh, Knoxville-based Pilot Corporation. I didn't realize they were based in Knoxville. I don't know why. For some reason, I thought they were out west somewhere. I don't know why. I never thought about it much. Anyway, Pilot uh, is going to sell 40 of their stores to Casey's General Stores in an announced agreement with Pilot. Uh, you know, for 220 million dollars, the transaction includes 38 convenience stores and two travel centers, truck stops. Located in Nashville and Middleboro, Kentucky that are owned by the Haslam family, not the Pilot Corporation. Okay, so basically what it is, is, you know, it's like a franchise deal and they're going over to the, you know, they're going over to Casey's. Now in 2017, Warren Buffett, uh, Berkshire Hathaway invested in Pilot and currently owns 38.6% shares. Oh, I didn't know that. But plans to assume a majority uh, share of the company by 2023. Pilots convenience stores were not part of a Berkshire Hathaway transaction and remained part of a separate corporation under the control of the Haslam family. Sounds like a complicated deal. I don't know what they're getting out of it other than the $220 million. I don't know. But Casey's was founded in 1968, so they've been around for a while, and they have more than 2,300 convenience stores. I didn't realize Casey's was that big either. So, anyway, if your favorite pilot down in the Kentucky, Tennessee area is not a pilot anymore, don't be surprised. Might just be a Casey soon. Let's get moving on. All right, this is, you know, the same old bullshit from the news media. Apparently, uh, inside edition, this just kind of rankles me. Yeah, I I sound like I'm tired tonight, doesn't it? I don't know what's going on. I got to change some setting in here. I'm not tired, it just sounds like it. Anyway uh inside edition you know the, the the one of those tv shows you know they're always looking for sensationalism you know they're talking about drivers out of control and they show a few clips of some drivers you know messing up whatever you know they want to blame everything on these truck drivers you know which we all know we're not you know we're all pretty safe for the most part if we weren't safe then uh well nobody would get anything you know nobody would ever get anything there was a you know study done earlier, was it like twenty twelve or something, and it said that seventy percent of all car truck crashes were caused by the cars. Seventy percent of all car truck crashes were caused by the cars. So when they talk about how unsafe we are, keep that in mind. And you know, you of all people, you drivers know that you know, as much as you drive and, you know, you got the skills and what people do crazy around you and how many times you could have been in an accident that you weren't. So just keep that in mind. You know, you are a professional and these people, they're just trying to get people worked up, trying to get uh, eyeballs, It's just all BS. So boo-hoo on you, Inside Edition. But then again, is anybody really surprised by this? Seriously? I know I'm not. So let's get moving on. National Enquirer is what they are. remember when people used to look it down on the National Enquirer. That, uh, you know, they'd be embarrassed. Same with Inside Edition. People used to be embarrassed for watching that kind of crap. All right, let's get moving on. Well, we talked about this uh, a couple of weeks ago. People hanging on the side of trucks. You know, some some weird game people are playing. And apparently there's been a first death down in Nashville. Apparently some guy jumped on and was hanging on to the uh, mirror of a truck he fell off and got killed and well I guess he didn't win the game so I don't know what's gonna happen with the driver so here's what it comes down to this is some weird internet thing people are doing you know it's promoted by the the social media be careful people are gonna jump on your mirrors they might jump in a back door they might jump in if you gotta set doubles maybe they'll jump in the dolly or something they think it's fun to, to ride these things. And uh, people are dying. Or at least one guy's died from it. I'm I'm not making light of this. I think it's horrible. But, uh, you know, I just got to wonder what people are thinking. So, drivers, be on the lookout for that. Be prepared for somebody to jump on your truck because it could easily happen. Hopefully it won't, but it could. All right, let's get moving on. Once again, to illustrate that people are crazy, you know, just insane. All right, over in West Virginia, in Charleston, 66-year-old driver James Blaine Armstrong was driving his truck along Route 119 when a red Chevy Cruze driven by Eric Bennett, Bennett Salmons pulled in front of the rig at the intersection of Route 119 and Route 52, blocking the rig from going any further. Now, we don't know what happened before this. We don't know if he got cut off. We don't know. We have no idea what happened. Maybe he didn't like us. I don't have no idea. All we know is that this this is what did happen. Sammons, the guy in the the Chevy Cruze, then exited his car, walked up to Armstrong's door, the 66-year-old driving, and he was screaming and cussing at Armstrong. Armstrong then rolled down his window, but Sammons, the guy in the Chevy Cruze, pulled his cab door open. In response, Armstrong grabbed a .380 LaRuger and shot Sammons in the upper chest. Sammons was pronounced dead at the scene. So the guy in the Chevy Cruze was screaming and cussing, grabbed the door, the driver's door, opened the door, 66 year old driver grabbed his gun shot him in the chest I don't want to see anybody get killed but you know I don't know you know I don't know what to say about that one I don't think that mr. Armstrong had a choice in this matter I don't think he wanted to do it but think he had to do it anyway Armstrong's attorneys claim that the shooting was in self-defense and that Armstrong had no choice but to protect himself and then as soon as he shot the guy, he called 9-1, and he said, Listen, I just shot somebody. I had no intent to shoot the guy, but I had no choice. I had to protect myself, Armstrong's attorney said. So Armstrong never opened his door, the same as the guy did in the Chevy Cruze. There are witnesses to the effect that Siemens was making threatening comments the whole time. As he was proceeding back towards the semis, this guy was cussing and screaming and making threats, uh, the guy in the Chevy Cruze. Then the uh, the guy in the Chevy Cruise proceeded to open the door. He was getting physical, going to have a physical altercation. At which time, you know, Armstrong pulled out his gun and shot him. Now Armstrong is now being charged with second degree murder and is being held at Southwestern Regional Jail, on a two hundred thousand dollar cash bond. Well, I don't know what happened before that, but it sure sounds to me like Armstrong was the one who instigated this, or at least this aspect of it made it a lot worse. And I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. You know, it's a tragedy. I wish it never would happen. to either one of them, but, you know, Mr. Armstrong was clearly defending himself, at least from what the article said, and we'll see what happens. Uh, If I hear anything more about this, I'll report on it. Uh, Too much gun violence, too much. You know, just somebody does something, cuts in front of you, whatever, just blow it off. It ain't a big deal. Just let it go. Just let it go. All right, so move on. Well, this is a conundrum. The FMCSA fails to reach agreement on truckers' recalled CPAP machines. A few months back, Philips had a recall on their CPAP machines. Now, this came at the worst possible time because there's a chip shortage. You can't get chips, and these things are run by chips, apparently. And so, there's a shortage of the CPAP machines as well as everything else. So, the drivers that lost their CPAP machines actually may not be able to get a replacement machine for some time. So, and the FMSCSA says if you have severe sleep apnea, you can't drive. So, now they'll do for minor sleep apnea, they'll give you a 90 day extension. But anything more than that, you know, then you're shit out of luck. So. I don't know. This is still in debate. It's still going back and forth. Uh, You know, if you're one of the ones that had your machine pulled and you're in this situation, uh, you know, do some research before you make any decisions because this is changing by the day, apparently. So if you got one of those machines, CPAP machines, and you got recalled, you know, do some research before you make some decisions, okay? All right, let's keep moving on. All right, we're almost over. It's been a short one today, even though I didn't record last week, which is kind of surprising. So let's end it with, uh, I've been saving these for last. Uh, Trucker's Parade raises more than $1.2 million for cancer research. I think this is cool. The 20th Annual Trucker's Parade Against Cancer was held at the Charlotte Courthouse Saturday. All right. Over the last two decades, Van has raised $1.2 million for cancer research. They're expecting to raise another $150,000 at the parade. So it's over 20 years they raised $1.2 million, but I still think that's pretty cool. All the proceeds go to the American Cancer Society. Event coordinator Sheila Jones says she's attending in memory of one of her own family members. So the truckers completed the day with a 15-mile truck parade. That's pretty cool, a 15-mile truck parade around Charlotte Courthouse. And remembrance of friends and family members who lost battle cancer. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. We like that wouldn't. doesn't say how many trucks were in the parade. That would be interesting. I'd like to know what that is. I bet it was quite a few. All right. That is pretty cool. We do like that. That is really cool. You know, anything positive. There's so much negative stuff. You always hear the negative stuff in the news. And it's just really annoying, you know, hearing all the negative stuff. But, you know, what are you going to do? All right, now this one is really cool, we're going to end it with this. Monsters 19, unless something popped up, you know, when I was doing these. Monsters 1964 Dragula, Dragula, Coffin Dragster, it's uh, D-R-A-G-U-L-A, Dragula. Coffin Dragster, Heads to Auction. This is from the 1964 uh, Monsters television show. You know the one where Grandpa Monster builds a car to get Herman's car back, and he made it out of a coffin, and it's pretty, pretty wicked looking. It's the Dracula because Grandpa Monster was, uh, you know, it was Dracula. Anyway, the last of the five uh, Dracula units built at Bear. I didn't realize they had five of them. Anyway, built at uh, Bear's Customs will be heading to the Meekum Auction Block in uh, Kissing Me this January. Oh, I wonder what that's going to go for. The car was designed by a legendary uh, George Bear. George Bear did the most amazing vehicles. Um, just off the top of my head, he did. Uh, you know, the, the Monster Mobiles, you know, the Dragula and the Monster Mobile. He also did uh, the Monkey, the Monkey Mobile, you know, from the monkeys, He did, uh, well, he did just about everything. You know, he's a very famous builder at the time. Anyway, the car was designed by George Barris for the popular TV show, The Monsters. The show rose to popularity, so did the Dragula, which is a real coffin on wheels. It's a real coffin. And uh, if you're not familiar with it, uh, that episode, uh, Dracula was put together by Grandma Monster in an effort to win back the Monster Coach with Herman had lost in a race. Now the Monster Coach—that's okay. a beast in itself. But uh, I think I think Eddie Monster, the guy who—I think he actually owns that one. I'd heard he owns that one. At least I, I don't know if that's still true or not. But I had heard that and he was touring around with it, which is pretty cool. So anyway, the uh, Bears actually purchased a real coffin from a funeral home and used it to build possibly the most unique drag racer out there. Under the hood is a 289 350 horsepower V8 engine and automatic transmission. There's probably not much room in there. Coffin aside, custom features include four organ pipes on each side in place of an exhaust. (laughs) Yeah, it's the exhaust, four organ pipes. Antique lamps. Oh, they get the antique lamps in the front, which is pretty cool. And then Grandpa Monster's headstone, where you could typically find a radiator and a purple leather uh, interior. So that's pretty sharp. You can look for the, for the Dragula in January 2022 at Kissimmee Unlot, uh R518, a letter of authentic, authenticity, I uh, screwed that word up, and a certificate of authenticity from Barris Customs will be provided with your purchase. As if anybody could ever copy that thing. I mean, it's, you know, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> it's, it's a beast. So anyway, that's what's going on. Uh, oh yeah, and, then, and then if I recall correctly in that episode, the parachute didn't open on the Dragula and uh, Herman had to grab the back of the thing and he stopped it by putting his feet on the ground and they dragged him around and it was pretty funny. Well, it was funny back in 1960-something. I, of course, I didn't see it in 64. I probably saw it sometime in the early 70s, since I was just born in 66 myself. So Fred Gwynn is uh, Herman Monster, and I forget the guy's name he played Grandpa, but... Everyone's was a pretty funny guy. So anyway, that's all we got for the week. Not too much going on. Uh, it's been a slow week. Uh, doing more video stuff. Check out the Trucking the Kingfish YouTube channel. You'll see more of that stuff that I posted earlier. Uh, why don't I put all the videos here on the, on the podcast? Well, because it takes a lot of bandwidth. And I only got so much bandwidth to work with. I only got, like, I think it's only 400 megabytes I can use. And when you put video up there, it just sucks it. It just sucks it down. So, that's why I don't put up too much, you know, I don't put too much up here, you know, video-wise. Once in a great while, I will. I had some space, so I put that last one up. So, if you want to see more of that kind of stuff, and I think this, you know, there's some good stuff. uh, Car shows, truck shows, things like that. Uh, Unfortunately, there's a couple of deer strikes up there. They hit another deer. Yeah, they hit another deer. And uh, a couple days ago, I saw a blue fireball meteorite coming out of the sky bluish green but unfortunately i didn't catch the dash cam didn't catch it so that's unfortunate but you know it is what it is so i was really hoping for that one that would have been really cool to post that i could have put up because it was real short but anyway that's what's going on not too much i'm gonna go ahead and end this right now and drive safe stay in trouble check those chains get ready for winter winter is coming whether you like it or not winter is coming and it's something we're gonna have to deal with you know, it's um, oh, it's just my yeah, it's not something I'm looking forward to, I can assure you, but it is coming our way, so be prepared for it. As long as you're prepared, you'll get through it. Throw some extra food in the truck, you get stuck somewhere, it's gonna get cold. Throw a sleeping bag in the truck, truck dies, it gets cold, it gets cold really fast during the winter here up in Wyoming, North Dakota, whatever gets pretty cold I personally throw a sleeping bag in there you know at least you can stay warm and things you don't have to heat up food you don't have to heat up canned goods throw them in there throw some water in there too you know throw a couple bottles of water in there always have extra water uh, it gets too cold throw the water in the sleeping bag with you so it, it doesn't freeze water it doesn't do any good if it freezes you know your body heat will keep it warm stuff like that once it's already frozen you're pretty much out of luck other than that, oh, and of course, white wives. You wipe your hands down, and whatever else you may need them for. You know, other than that, just your chains. You know, get ready for that. I'm not looking forward to it, but it is part of what we do. So, anyway, that's all I got this week. I'm going to go ahead and cut this short. I got to go start packing, get ready for work. I'll talk to you guys later. Stay out of trouble. I'll be back next week and check out the YouTube channel. All right, peace out.